Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. my pouring action here that's all right if i had a car i would have went out before and done my grocery shopping and gotten everything i needed for a cocktail but i did not have a car so there was that (laughs) you know what happened in my house today vivian drove over to the grocery store and went grocery shopping for me oh legit (laughs) nice see that's what i'm talking about well, yeah, she she loves to drive and she was doing some laundry and she said, hey, do we have any of that like spray stuff? I was like, oh, no, I forgot. And I was like, you can go over to the grocery store if you want. She's like, okay, sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Viv, you're my new Instacart shopper. Yeah. You did a good job. That's great. My, my sweet little Vivikins. Aw. But it has been a hot mess of a week here, really. But I'll just share with the listeners. The Can I just say, I can't believe it's been a week since I've been with you. Wasn't that the fastest week ever? If you really think about it, this time last week, we were sitting at our friend's house enjoying cocktails for an unfortunate rainy day. But we were watching Ted Lasso and having snacks. And it was I thought it was a good day. It was a good day. But honestly, that seems like 10 years ago to me. That's how how insane this week has been. But remember, I had a child's 16th birthday. I had a child getting her license. I had a dentist appointment, a doctor's appointment, a social gathering. Of course, just working my job, which was trying to, you know, crucify me this week with just the level of stuff going on. And this is what I really wanted to share though. So last night, I don't even know about what time it was. It probably was around dinner time. Vivian comes home from track practice. Actually, Vivian got home from track practice early. She and I went to the fitness center. Then we came home and uh, she goes upstairs and she calls down. She's like, uh, it's 80 degrees up here. Oh I'm no. Like, what? The short story is the upstairs AC broke. We had an AC repair guy come out last night because we have this like special total care plan where we get like four hour service turnaround. Um, The motor in our two-year-old air conditioning unit is broken. We didn't have one on the truck because we have a true variable AC rather than a I can't remember what the other one's called, but point is he didn't have the motor on the truck. So our upstairs AC doesn't work. Jonathan left this morning at 9 a.m. to he's out of the country for the next week. And he was like flipping out because he's like, this does literally happen every time he goes out of town, stuff starts breaking. I think it's even better. So fine. The air conditioning isn't fixed. Um, He had to order the part. Maybe it'll get fixed on Monday. I have to like call them and see, or maybe there's some proposal in the email I have to accept. Meanwhile, I want to yell at the people who installed the air conditioning units because it might have something to do. He's like, it might just be bad luck. Like the electric company sends out these little like pulses of electricity and it could have surged. I'm like, all right, well, that's bullshit. And I'm going to sue the electric company. But, or he's like, he talked about like static and stuff and something about the duct work and maybe like the return vent not being big enough for the type of AC we had. And in my mind, that's the 
people who sold us and installed the air conditioning, that's on them because they should have assessed that situation and told us, you know? Right. Obviously, an air conditioning unit should not break after two years. No, it shouldn't. And it should be under some type of warranty. It's only under a 10-year parts warranty, one-year labor warranty, which we've passed at this point. Oh, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. But then it gets even better. So, okay. I'm at the kitchen sink later. Uh doing who knows what and I'm staring at the sink and I'm just like something is weird here I'm like what has happened and half of the sink has basically detached from the counter and collapsed what that's not even a thing how is it a thing it is a thing so I was just like so you know we look under the sink and basically somehow some piece of wood that like was in there holding the sink in place in the corner like rotted I guess and fell and then the sink partially collapsed oh my god yes um holy cow I never heard of that happening yeah and the thing is now I'm like kind of annoyed you think (laughs) yeah well you know me I'm always like this had to happen for some reason. I'm like, so did somebody install something wrong? Like where it's been leaking like under the counter, but very slowly. So we haven't noticed it because there's no, no water damage under the cabinet. But interestingly, when I was up in Georgia last week, the um, cleaners came and Jonathan had told me that they said something to him that they thought maybe there was a leak under the sink, hmm. but he said he looked and he didn't see anything. So that was, excuse me, interesting because they, you know, they go under the sink to get like trash bags and other things. <coughs> hmm. Oh, I hate that. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I muted my audio there. So hopefully the <laughs> listeners didn't. Didn't I didn't it. hear anything. I just saw you choking. That's all. Yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so any hit. Yeah. So we're just waiting to see what else breaks. Well, that's right along with along the lines of the day I'm having <laughs> the day. Oh, no. So this morning I woke up at 830 and I literally just started the day off. I made coffee. And I started laundry. Chris was like, you're, you're starting laundry now. I'm like, I'm just getting right to it, baby. I'm getting right in there. So I go to do the laundry. I have my cup of coffee, a couple cups of coffee. I clean the kitchen up because there was like piles of clean dishes all over the sink. However, there were also clean dishes in the dry, the things, dishwasher. So I had to take care of that. So, you know, and then I'm just walking around, just cleaning things up. And I know that I have a day ahead of me already. So I get, I go back upstairs. I get ready to take Winston for a walk. Cause I'm like, it's beautiful here. It's like, uh, it's 77 degrees out. It's beautiful out. So I put the stuff in the dryer and the dryer hesitates. It takes like a hat like a second and I'm like huh, okay whatever and I don't really think too much on it and I just run everything and then what did I do and it, there's like a series of events that are like leading up to things so now I I take Winston out for his walk I know that Chris is um playing tennis right now so he's gone for the morning and I see one of our mutual friends on a walk. Her first name starts with V. Last name starts with H. Say hi to her. Talk to her for a few minutes. Come back. And take care of my laundry and start folding it. But at that point, I'm thinking, oh, it'd be really nice if I could do my towels. So I run upstairs. I get all my bath towels. I go get August bath towels. I put them in. I run them. Then I got a little while. I forgot what I was doing. Oh, that's right. So now it's like, oh, I want to start cleaning up the back porch. This is way too much cleaning, first of all, but go on. 
Right. So, but I have, well, now that I work part-time, I only have so much time to do things during the week. So, and I knew that I wanted to clean up my back porches because I want to get them ready to plant stuff. And there's just pine needles, like piles of pine needles all over. So, and there's like, there's like a bottle of wine out there. Okay. Now we're getting deeper (laughs) into the explanations here. There's, there's like, uh, unopened bottles of, of, um, club soda that weren't used at the last and that they've exploded and I have to clean that mess up. So there's like a whole scene left over from over the winter. So I take, I'm taking care of that. And I'm like, Oh, let me just check out my towels and they are saturated. So in the dryer. uh, No, they're, they're in the dry, the, 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 the washing machine, but they're like, they weren't, it was like, they weren't on spin mode. Yeah. So I run them again and that only takes a couple minutes and I go to put them in the dryer, but now the dryer is not spinning at all. It's going and it won't even move. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, and then I smell something burning. Oh no. I'm like the motor's shot, the motor shot. Oh, no. So now there are wet towels in the dryer. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to leave it for when Chris comes home and when he comes home, he can take a look at it and he could see what needs to be done. So he finally comes home. He sees him outside. I'm like, Hey, can you just check the dryer out? Because I think it's busted. And he's like, Oh man. So he comes back out and he goes, yeah, I have a service call. They won't be here until Tuesday. And I'm like, (laughs) so I'm like, should I take all the towels outside? He's like, yeah, you're going to have to. Yeah. I'm like, you have so a I only have line? one dryer rack and I have like 10 towels. So yeah. I'm like, oh man. So they're outside right now, which I'm hoping they won't be full of pollen. When I pick them oh my back. gosh. I know. <laughs> There's you know, nothing I can do. I wish. Okay. Uh, you know, this, your, I think your appliance is needed to break later in the year because part of this climate training that I've been doing, it's like, um, learning about how like, you know, individuals such as ourselves who have households can um, get like tax incentives and rebates and subsidies and stuff to buy um, higher energy efficiency or, you know, better appliances um, that don't rely on. Right, right. Well, this coming on the heels of me thinking this past week, boy, we need a new refrigerator because it's leaking. Right. And how lucky we are that we've gone 15 years with the same dryer and washing machine. Right. It, you put it great. out into the universe and the universe and looked the at you. The universe and just was kicked like, my ass. <laughs> kicked my ass. So I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So this sucks. Okay. And then I'm walking, I clean all the porches, I go inside and I hear Chris on the phone and I have headphones in. So at first I thought he was talking to me, but he wasn't. He's on the phone. He goes, "Uh uh-huh. All right. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. Okay. I'll talk to you later. He gets off the phone and I said, oh, I thought you were talking to me. Who was that? He's like, oh no, that was our tax advisor and we owe X amount of dollars. I won't even say how much it is because it's so much money that I can't. And the reason is, and I think there's something to this. I'm going to fight it. I, 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 there's, there's gotta be more to this story, but it's because Chris works in a different state and then we're not paying the same amount of taxes as we would be if we were living here. I don't know. Something's wrong because this didn't happen to us the first or second year that we but he's still, this. but yeah, I was going to say, this is not the first year that he's right. worked for the company and is filing taxes. Right. It doesn't sound right. No. no. So well, I said, no. What, what do you owe it on though? The federal or the state? He says it's state. Okay. That's weird because you do not, there is no way that there's been a change in the tax law whereby you pay state income tax in a state that you don't live in. Um, so I, they, his, now his company could have somehow screwed up his. That's what I think. I think. But that was on Chris to notice that in his paycheck then. 
um, and tell them, hey, why are you changing this? Right. Because uh, if that's the case, there's nothing you're going to be able to do, um, except he can like kind of yell at his company, I guess. If, but the accountant should tell him that. I mean, that should be the explanation. Like, right. yeah, I did your taxes, but that's not a, so that's a Georgia thing. So basically his company, and we're just speculating here. Right. But yeah, that really sucks. And I will say this, my tax accountant that I've been using since 2014, he has aggravated me kind of the past two years. So last year, I'll say it's a little bit on me. I didn't get him all my tax info until the end of March. And he like needed to file an extension um, for us. And he's like, it's okay. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, I was like, okay. And this year I purposely got him the information like earlier, like the very beginning of March. And he still, I still have not laid eyes on my tax returns. And of course, as we know, today is tax day and it's a Saturday. So the filing day is Monday and I want to file it. But here's the thing. I'm like, what I always remember with people who didn't file their tax returns on time and requested an extension was you still had to like, if if there was somehow like an estimate that you owed taxes, like you still had to pay it. Right. And then submit your stuff later. And so I'm like emailing and calling my accountant yesterday. And I'm like, I'm just assuming we don't owe anything since Jonathan said you, you know, need an extension. So, but yeah, I will be very annoyed if he comes back and he's like, oh, you owe money. Right. right. And we didn't file your taxes on time. So now you're going to be assessed penalties. I've been wanting to fire this guy for years. We've been using the same guy for I, at least 20 years. This is your tax guy or your financial advisor? Who this had is the tax guy. This, okay. this is our tax person. And I'm like, but he's not a Georgia tax person. He's a New Jersey one. And even though he's licensed to practice, you know, whatever, and he understands the tax laws, it's like, I feel like it's, he's, it's not the same. It is, I think, because yeah, it they're is, not, but I, I just don't oh, feel it is. <laughs> well, no, I, and I understand that, but like my accountant is in Georgia. I live in Florida now. And he files my tax returns. Now, having said that, Florida doesn't have state income tax, so I don't file a state income tax return. Right. Um, but then whatever it is, leave it alone. Oh, you dummy. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> Door is closed since Finn is like, where do I take this lizard I just caught? Drop <gasps> it. Drop it, Finn. All right. Finn. Now, pause this recording. All Here right. All right. Sorry about that. I had to go and rescue a lizard from Finn's mouth. Oh my God. Oh yeah. They catch these little gecko lizards. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to do with it? They're not eating it. But they're toys. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. It's a toy, but (laughs) I can't, I can't have it. So (laughs) now thankfully the door was closed because literally of course, what they look to do is as soon as they catch one, they look to bring it into the house. Oh, yeah. And then it becomes a whole. <laughs> oh, but anywho, yeah, that's right. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say about the t- tax thing, except that the advisor, if it, if you owe taxes, it's, I mean, and we owe taxes had- last year too. He did. Okay. Yeah. See, then that's, then that's Chris. Just, he has to talk to his company about withholding more than I agree. Um, I mean, like we have different financial things that make our taxes a little more complicated. Cause you know, we have like, Oh, that's right. No, last year we owe, we owe taxes because of the stock market. Yeah, like if you own gain, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. It wasn't due to work, which surprises me that- Well, so do you know for sure it's due to work this year? You don't know. That's what the accountant said. Oh, that's what the accountant said, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. That that blows. And for it to be a large amount, I'm yeah. like, uh. Yeah, no, I know. Surprising. That's surprising. Unless yeah. like Chris's salary got increased and they just didn't like. But usually companies, honestly, I think usually companies withhold more. And that's yeah. why you usually end up getting like a little bit back. Mm. Or at the very least, you don't owe that much. But right. I'm sorry, that totally stinks. Yeah, so it was, it's been a humdinger of a day. It has been a humdinger of a day. I know. <laughs> well, Walk in the Park listeners, that's what we call our life shares. That, that's, just, that's what we started Sharing with. Sharing is caring. Our life share. Sharing is caring. Share care with our three listeners. <laughs> All right, we're going to pause for a second and regroup before we ramble on some more. Okay. Did you start? And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> so the the, talking. Uh, Chris, yeah, take oh, it away. Man, I'm jealous. All right. So this is it, one big headline. Uh, this is the leak suspect charged. I don't know if you've been following this in the news, but a young man by the name of Jax Tiaxera. Will be charged with unauthorized transmission of national defense information and unauthorized removal of classified documents or material. Um, this man was a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman, allegedly responsible for the worst U.S. intelligence leak in a decade. And he made his first appearance in court yesterday, facing two counts, including one under the Espionage Act. Uh, let's see. Um, he faces up to 15 years in prison if convicted on both counts. And I don't know how much everybody knows about this, but this was after, um, he circulate, this young man circulated documents on the social chat platform discord. Uh, according to the reports, the documents, which TXRA access through a global air force intelligence sharing sharing network first appeared as early as last summer eventually migrating to larger discord groups and other online forums among other topics the leak contained estimates of munition levels for ukrainian air defenses a u.s assessment of a potential ukrainian counteroffensive, and more um but to this moment the leak remains unexplained Right. Like what would be his motivation for doing this? Right. Uh, The theory that I heard was that he was just interested in keeping his friends up to date on current events. But that's that's if listen, if they're bringing you up on espionage, there's more to it. Well, and let's just tell the listeners, too, that this is a 21 year old massachusetts air national guard member right this is this is barely a man this is a 21 year old who was given top secret security clearance apparently so that's two problems right there he's a guardsman and he's being given top secret clearance and then he's like oh i'm just gonna share this information with my friends which i think is bs because you can say that verbally to somebody if you really wanted to that's like, why right. would you so put it out there? Perhaps this is an example of the military not recruiting our best and brightest. Yeah. And or like maybe he somehow he wasn't given clearance. Maybe he he hacked the system. That could be because people do that all the time. Maybe he's a hacker and they're just not willing to like somewhere. In along which the case line, he's smarter than them. So he's either really dumb or he's smarter than them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because then the the idea is, all right, but this is, even if you're just an Air National Guardsman, there's, you have to take some sort of um, oath when you join any any, um, arm of the military to say, I'm going to protect this country. And aren't you a patriot? Like, don't you aren't care? You a patriot? Don't you enlist in the military because you're a patriot who cares about America? Isn't that the right. whole premise right but then it goes back to if you're being charged under treason and or espionage or in this article they say espionage that's that's saying like you had intent and if you have intent then you were clearly trying to communicate with someone but why i don't understand how this was going on for a while they only found the leak a week ago 
Right. This has been going on for quite some time on some server. It's in some chat group. Like what right. the hell? <laughs> well, so and nobody to- caught that. Like not not wow. one person. I that I cannot explain. Um, except maybe the military needs to focus some of its budget dollars on uh, better <clears throat> better training or better cybersecurity or better vetting. But uh, this article in the New York Times says that he, this airman, was trained as a cyber transport systems specialist, a job that it could entail a variety of duties, such as keeping his unit's communication networks running. And he was assigned to the 102nd Intelligence Wing at Otis Air National Guard Base, which is part of Joint Base Cape Cod. And he was promoted last July to airman first class. Um, But the officials would not answer questions about what in his duties would necessitate his having access to daily slides about the Ukraine war, much less the daily deluge of intelligence reports from the CIA, the NSA, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. So, uh, but again, as you pointed out, maybe... They're like, was it a hack? We don't know. Um, so we have far more questions than we'll have answers for at least another week, I think, by give this time to, you know, um, more information will come out. But it's already I've been watching um, a handful of top people here in our government get on, you know, with the press and talk about it. And their answer is, I don't know. And I'm like, really? Well, I mean, there is also the outside chance that this is more nefarious and he is being set right. up as a patsy. Yeah, um, maybe. We, I mean, again, it's just, you just wonder, or will something come out? This is complete speculation, but that he joined the military to kind of like take down America from within. Oh, yeah, that could be. I don't know. Let's there might see. be a movie in this. Oh, dear Lord. I know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. But let's see. Oh, my goodness. All right. There's a lot going on. Hey, listen, I know that I sorry to interrupt you, but I would like an update. What the heck is going on with Florida flooding? That's not affecting you, right? No, I'm not affected by Florida flooding. Okay. Currently. Um, But since we're talking uh, about current events, there is a lot of flooding going on in Florida. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you not know about this? I think it must be on the other side, maybe, but no, 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 I haven't heard. All right, but I'm looking. Heavy rain pounds South Florida, the Fort Lauderdale. Okay, so that's on the that's on the Atlantic side. Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that's why. All right. Although, you know, I mean you think, but as I said, I've been very busy this week. Um, but yeah, okay. They got a lot of rain over there. Yeah. Anywho, that's not currently on my mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> currently on my mind. Oh, dang it. Now I, I was won't. worried about you. You were. Well, that's okay. Unless you hear something near Sarasota, you don't need to be, don't need to be worried about me. It's true. No, sorry, Bob. Um, okay. So back to this. Jack Texiera, uh, again, apologies for not knowing how to pronounce his name. Uh, they said there's something like, who is he? Um, oh my God, all right, here's like a quote. It's so ridiculous. Um, they're like, it sounded like he was, he had joined a call with members of a small online gamer community. And it sounded like he was in a speeding car and he says, quote, guys, it's been good. I love you all. I never wanted it to get like this. I prayed to God that this would never happen. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. Only God can decide what happens from now on. Oh, he's a lunatic. So he's a lunatic. Um, Great. We have <laughs> Great. Anyway, the member, members of Thug Shaker Central said their group had started out as a place where young men and teenage boys 
could gather amid the isolation of the pandemic to bond over their love of guns, share memes, sometimes racist ones, and play war-themed video games. Okay, so we're getting the cream of the crop of humanity here, basically. Great. I know it's a little mean to say about a 21-year-old, but clearly I hope when he goes to prison that he gets some uh, therapy. Well, he's going to need something. Ugh. Ugh. That's what I say. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Wow. This would be a time where I could, like, spin off into my my climate change as it relates to the Ukraine war and our dependence on fossil fuel, weed exports, Russia, et cetera. But it's been just too much of a week for that. Yes, please. And please don't. I'm enjoying my beautiful day right now. At, outside of all the cr- other crap that's going on in my life. Listen, here's the thing. No, that's fine for today. But education is the next step. People need to know the science of what is happening and they need to know what resources are available to them. We've, I mean, Congress. I I wouldn't mind learning more about the resources, but I understand the science. I get it. That's that. Yeah, you're not, you're not a science denier. No. Um, So, but anyway, yes. Yeah, no, these two new bills, the Inflation Reduction Act and the bipartisan. Ben, Ben, stop crying. (laughs) Um, The bipartisan infrastructure law, uh, they are putting unprecedented federal funding and dollars and whatnot and incentives. And everybody's saying, you know, in order for these laws to work, like the American public, the household owners, the business owners, the captains of industry, need to, you know, take advantage of this money and use it so that we can transition to a clean energy economy in the time frame that we need to, where, you know, it's not being put on any one sector of society, but is being, you know, done for the public, for the public good. And the government is stepping in here to to make this happen so that People just need to see, hey, if you do this, it'll help the climate crisis, but it'll also help you long term. You know, your energy right. bills will be lower. Uh, you right. won't have to be replacing things like dryers. <laughs> right. Anywho, but like you said, you got you got good use out of your dryer. 15 years is a long time. And so it probably wasn't it's not dead yet, though. We still got to get it fixed. Well, it is dead. That's why you have to get it fixed. Oh, right. you, oh, you think they're going to just replace the motor? Yeah, or whatever. I, I don't even think it's the motor. I think it's, it's. Um, I think what happened was the last time was a belt. So I think this the belt. Ah, uh, okay. Well, but then you've got to ask yourself, like, how much money do you want to keep putting into something that's going to keep breaking? Right. And I think it was like maybe four years ago that the guy came out. That's not bad. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, it just depends. I mean, at a certain point, you would have put more money into it than it would have cost to just get a new one. Right, right. But I don't know. When we had to replace our dryer, I mean, it was something, I can't remember exactly what was wrong with it. It something like a ball bearing in yeah. the drum or and yep. it, but it was like four hundred dollars to fix it and like six hundred dollars to get a new one. So it was like uh and obviously the new one would actually get get here faster so we're like yeah we're just gonna get a new one yep smart Uh, move well it was at the time i don't know (laughs) our our washer dryer setup's a little bit harder because we have these smaller under the counter oh yeah units that i don't like but until i can figure out how to like completely reconfigure my laundry room and decide i want to spend money on that um you know, I can only get stuff that fits under the counter. Oh, right. So, but that's an they, easy fix. You can pull that counter out. I could, but then I don't have anywhere to put my laundry and fold it. And that's like one of the best features about this laundry room, well, having not yeah, had a laundry room. You can move that counter. You can move that I could do that. Well, you can move it, but then you raise it up too high that it's not even comfortable to fold. Believe me, I've given this some thought. Okay. I believe thought. you. 
like I'd, what I'd like to do is just reconfigure the whole thing, but there's a sink in there and obviously the water lines, cause I would just get stackable units. Right. And then have like counter space. Oh, right. Beside it rather than on top of it. But that's nice. But anywho. All right. Well, so we've got leaks. We've got damage. We've got. I don't even know. Money issues. Money issues. (laughs) Hot mess, people. It's a hot Hot mess. mess. And espionage. It's been quite a day. (laughs) It's a lot. But. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And we love you. (laughs) Hello. Hello, my friends. Hello. It's MB's corner. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. So, Michael, we're about to... um, Let's introduce this interview that you did with your parents. Tell us what you were talking to them about. What are we, what are we going to hear here in a minute with your interview with your parents? Uh, it has to do with baby birds that my dad discovered on the deck. In yes. the deck heater. In the deck heater. I know. Crazy thing. Well. Yeah. And it is extra crazy, a walk in the park podcast listeners, because what you don't know is that Riss and B and I were together last weekend and we lived part of this baby bird experience together. But yes. let's first hear MB's interview for the backstory with his parents on Baby Bird. Welcome to the bird story. A Walk in the Park production by Michael Baxter. Today I will be interviewing my dad about it. So, Dad, what were you doing on the deck? I was cleaning the deck. Yes. Yes. And I noticed there was debris on top of the deck heater. So I decided to clean out the debris on the top of the deck heater. And then, when I did that, it was a bird's nest. So I pulled the bird's nest out. I noticed there were four little baby birds in the bird's nest. And what did you do after you found them? Well, the four baby birds fell onto the deck along with the nest. They fell out of the nest. So I picked up the nest, put it in a flower pot, then I put the baby birds back in the nest and then put the whole thing under a table to protect them from predators like squirrels and hawks and other predators. And what did you use to keep them warm with? A towel. What else? Nothing. What about you, Mom? Do you have anything to add to the story? I wasn't there when it happened. But do you remember Dad telling you about it? Yep, he called me on the phone and he told me. And then when I got home, I had talked to Marissa and to another lady at work. She said we needed to move it from where it was at. So we moved it to the the covered deck area. And we decided to use hand warmers to keep them warm. So we put them in socks and put it around it so keep them warm. We didn't think that the parents were going to come back. But they ended up coming back. They did. And then when I went to work and I came home, I looked inside. I looked inside. And? And? And there was only one bird left. So we had to work on getting that bird out. But in the meantime, the parents kept coming back to make sure that that little birdie was okay. So we just put, and we also put some food out for them. Bird bird food. Yes, bird food. And we kept them warm for a couple of days, changing out the socks. The, yes. The hand warmers. In addition to that, we decided that the birds were a Georgia house finch, which are nine types of Georgia house finches found in Georgia. Yep, so now they, they have they have gone, but I think 
coming back. Trying to make another bird's nest in the heat lamp. They will not be successful. Gonna get them uh, a birdhouse. And Dad, what have you learned from from this experience? Nothing. What about <laughs> what about mom, you, Mom? Mom is very good at taking care of baby birds. That's what I learned. And that concludes the interview. So I just have to say for the one day that I spent there with the baby birds, I fell in love with them. It was funny that it was hard to tell. At first we thought there were four, then we thought there were three, then we thought there were four. And I think finally in the end there were four and maybe the one that was hanging around the longest was like the one that was buried by the other three. So maybe it needed a little more time, but I was very happy to be part of that baby bird process. uh, We did a good job. And we're not even naturalists, but we did a good job. Yes. We Googled it. We checked out what they needed. We found out the proper things that these birds needed to survive. We let the parents in. Uh, The parents took care of them because we, you know, at first we thought they were deadbeat parents. (laughs) (laughs) We might have been throwing around the term deadbeat dad. Yes. And then we realized that the dad came back first. All right. Right. And then, and then, but it was hard for them. I get it because that was an, it's just to give everybody an understanding of what's going on. It was, or is an enclosed porch. So the, the parents knew enough to get in and the baby birds did figure out how to get out, which was good. So that's why I thought it was fascinating. They were, they figured it out. They got to their kids. They took care of them. Some of the, and then the baby birds made it out and that was awesome. And we took, we helped take care of them. So I'm just hoping we score some type of karma points. Well, we told, we opened the doors because I don't think the screened in porch door had been opened at that point. So if the parent birds were coming back, they couldn't get into the baby. Right. Which yeah. by the way, I want to point one thing out. So that um, old wives tale about if you touch the bird's nest, the birds won't come back. That is clearly not correct. It, you can I, touch the nest. You can take you can care touch of the birds. birds. You can touch the birds. You know, you don't, yeah. I wouldn't, but you can. Um, and I'm sure there's more to this that we miss, but we did it. We, they came back and they're taken care of. I know. Now, Michael, when you did the interview, were you back at your house with your parents or? We were driving. Yeah, we're I was driving. just going to say, I was talking to Jojo before and she said that Michael interviewed them in the car <laughs> okay well because my question to you michael is going to be have you seen the baby birds since last weekend no okay all right so you're in the same situation as we are you maybe get some pictures you get some updates but i think as your mom said in the interview the next thing is we we really want them to install that birdhouse so that we can see you know the family tradition this i think that one bird that was hanging around really wants to like live, live there yeah. It's not a bad place to live. I'll go live there. <laughs> Wait, I feel like, should we name that bird? Michael, what would be a good name for that bird? We should pick one. I mean, I guess we decided it was a him. We don't know for sure. Oh. Didn't I say at one point, Eduardo? Yes, you oh, did. Oh, I do kind of remember. All right, let's, let's call that, let's call baby bird number four, the one that stuck around, Eduardo. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. I- I we did have names. We did have names, and you we're named them. Circle. We're gonna have to circle back. Just that last one tugged on my heartstrings, where it took the longest to get out. It's still hanging around. So good old Eduardo. Yes. Good times. All right. Well, so that's some of the excitement that's been going on in your life, MB. But you've you've got kind of a you've got a big thing happening right now with some, some job searches. So, so how have the job search been going or how have the job searches, how's the job searching been going? Good. Challenging. Tell us more. So last Wednesday, Mm -hmm. I went to interview at Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. But which, which one was it? The The one, one the one, by target yes okay yeah the one on the one by target okay 
met this nice lady named Maria. Okay. Do you remember what was her position there? Was she a manager, an assistant manager, an employee? I think she was a manager. Okay. So the question she asked me was, why do you want to work at Chick-fil-A? Which I, I said to that question because of how customer friendly they are. Mm, good answer. They asked me, well, how would you handle stressful situations? Uh-huh. Let's see what else. Well, how did you respond to that? I mean, I guess a stressful situation could be like a customer yelling at you, right? That they're not happy with their order or their wait time. Do you remember I, what you said to that? I said I would take deep breaths. Good. So you're not gonna you're not gonna yell. You're not gonna go postal on somebody. No. Play. All right, no. that's good. She asked me what my greatest accomplishment was. Woo! Okay, that's a that's a doozy of a question. Did you tell uh, her I'm only twenty? <laughs> I told her about my Eagle Scout. Oh, perfect. Perfect. All right, that's cool. See, that's a good one to uh, have in your back pocket. Now, let me ask you a question here. Did you enjoy becoming an Eagle Scout? Yes. Okay, good. But the hardest mirror badge was probably swimming. I was just okay. on Michael, because I remember how you freaked out over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wait. Did. So how, I like, so you, did you have to pass like a swimming test? Yep. Yes. Do you remember what was involved in it? Like, was it distance swimming or did you have to like tread water and... I think I had to tread water and a few other things. Okay. But I mean, it's like the they one, didn't like... Yeah, the one, the one challenging part was, was having to get it done. <laughs> well, within a certain time frame. I don't know that I... Treading water, I'd be okay with. If they're like, I'm going to throw somebody in the pool and you have to rescue them. I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. Did you have to do any like open water swimming, like in a lake or anything? Let's see. Kind of remember. Okay, because if if that were part of it, I wouldn't have passed. Because I don't want to swim in a lake. The one, the one, and this is a sign I um, I almost got held in contempt by a judge. Oh, oh. no! What? <laughs> what? What? I I don't even understand what you're saying. What? Yes. Can you elaborate? I'm so confused right now. This is when I was doing my swimming mirror badge. I almost got held in contempt by a judge. A judge of what? He was a he was a courtroom judge. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. What? He what was he holding? What was he trying to hold you in contempt for? It's a long story. Oh my gosh. All right. A story that I feel like you're going to have to share at some point, but uh, we'll get back to the job searching. So, um, all right. So you applied and interviewed at Chick-fil-A. Have you applied anywhere else? I had an interview at Publix. Oh, okay. So how'd that go? Did they ask similar questions? Yes. Okay. So did they also ask you what your biggest accomplishment was? Yes. Oh my gosh. Do you think these people have like a standard like list of questions? Oh, they, they got were... to. They got to. Okay. Well, so um, what did they kind of tell you? Did they give you a time frame for when they'd make a decision? They said a few weeks. A few weeks. Okay. And do you have a preference? I would be working closing at Publix. Closing. Would you rather work at Chick-fil-A or Publix? Probably Publix. Okay. Now, are you going to apply anywhere else, or are you just going to wait in here? I, I also applied for Kroger today, oh, too. Good, good, good. Okay, all right. And so what is the application process? Do you fill out something online? Do you have to go in and turn in a paper? You fill it, you fill it out all online. Okay, and then they reach out to you to schedule an interview. Yes. 
Okay. And you have you go in for the interview? Yes. In person? Okay. Interesting. Now, do they know you're looking for summer employment? Yes. And did you tell them you could work full-time or part-time? Let's see, what did I say? I think part-time. Okay. And so let's see, you'll get a part-time job this summer. And then uh, what are you gonna do with the rest of your time? Relax, exercise? Yeah, exercise. Podcast. <laughs> Come down to Florida for my 21st birthday. I know, that's true. Do you wanna give the listeners any more of an update there? Like, So I'm going to Epcot, mm-hmm. probably Magic Kingdom. Uh-huh. Universal. Ooh, all right. And then on Thursday of that week, I'm saying you, Babs. That's true. Got it on my calendar. And then we, we, we also might see a bun. Yes, that's oh, true. Yeah. We'll see if she's we'll see if she's available that day. You know, she has a birthday around that time too. So she sometimes is out and about. But um, yeah, all right. That's a that's a lot of excitement there. You got some interviews going. You've been part of a baby bird rescue. I mean, is there anything else in your life that we need to share with the listeners? Let's see. No, I'm hosting a talent show on Friday. What? The, what? the, the program at the the program that I'm in is hosting a talent show, and I get to be the MC. Oh my gosh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And it's exci- at school? Yes, I'm excited. Okay. Have they given you a preview of, you know, is it what type of talent? Are people going to be singing or dancing or telling okay. jokes and dancing? Woo. All right. Gosh, I wish I could. I wish they had a live stream for that. How, yeah. how are, how are we going to see this? Yeah. I'm excited. I know, but I want to see it. Right. I feel like they should televise it or Zoom it or Google Hangout it. Google Hangout. (laughs) Which I've never used, by the way, because I'm so old. (laughs) Oh, good. Serenity now. Serenity now. All right. Well, make a note of that because we're going to have to circle back to the talent show. Uh, the next time we we podcast yeah it's 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 this upcoming friday i know pretty exciting all right well listeners we'll say that's a wrap for mb's corner nice for listening all right well yes thank you for listening yes